0: Hi guys, it's uh, Matt Zee from uh, Optimus Futures Studios. And today we're going to talk about what happened to the trader you always wanted to be. Uh, we're going to talk about that and then we're going to talk about what plan you should have had in place and what you should have followed. And we're going to give you some variables to think about as you evolve as a trader.
1: Welcome to the Optimist Futures Podcast. Now, here's your host, founder and CEO of Optimist Futures, Matt Zimberg.
0: Okay, so let's go back to the time you wanted to be a trader and let's see how it turned out to be. And before I say that, again, I'm probably going to say it in every video that I'm going to make, I don't criticize anyone. Trading is hard. It's really hard. It's probably one of the hardest professions that exist on earth so when people make mistakes we need to correct them there's no way that i'm going to approach this from uh, some sort of a way that you have to do very small uh, scale movements and in order to improve as a trainer you have to do really big things and things that you have to think about so again all those things that i'm sharing with you it's because i truly want to help you i don't want to be a coll- Politically correct broker. I have to say it like it is. So you have to forgive me if I'm a little bit aggressive at times Saying that you have to do this and you have to do that, but it's all coming from a good place It's because I care for your money. I know that you didn't uh, grow your money on a tree and Every all the advice that I'm going to give you is Practical so as a novice trader This is what you thought you thought that you'll get up in the morning work out a little bit have a little bit of coffee and explore the opportunities in the market, right? So that's the first thing that you thought. The second thing that you thought is that you thought that you will have a method that works, a technique for all seasons and all methods that would work through thick and thin, right? And the third thing that you thought, you thought that the process will give you, the process of trading, will give you some sort of consistent returns And your losses would probably be very, very minimal, and you'll be able to identify them really fast. Now, here are the things that you did not consider and neglected. One of the things is that trading um, does not provide the freedom that you thought it has. You need more commitment and discipline than somebody who has a steady job and a boss above him. You need to be committed to studying and learning. The second thing you didn't consider is the mental strength you need to deal with pain. Losing money is painful, there's no ifs and buts, it's never, planned. it's never pleasant, but you need the mental strength to understand that it's part of the process of being a trader. Above all, your underestimated goal setting, work ethic, and the review process. Let me tell you something about the review process. The review process is a very mundane process. It's something that you do over and over and over again and on every single time that you trade. It's a boring process. Personally, I think that success is boring because you end up doing things that work over and over again. They're not very creative, but that's my philosophy. So here's what happens in reality in, when people start trading. Um, they start trading and the strategy that started out on paper or in demo does not work out the same the small losses that they wanted to take turns out to be a little bit larger and sometimes there's one um, trade um, that where traders deviate from their trading plan and they start trading in ways that they never thought they would with this i'm only gonna do it this time to make my money back right and Basically, that almost kills their account and it almost kills a trading career. And if you're sitting there and thinking right now, wow, does he really know me? Well, let me tell you this. I don't know you, but I could tell you that all beginners' mistakes are very, very similar. So all those things that people do is because there's a certain level of DNA that exists in every human. And they react to losses. We all react to losses in, almost, in, in a very similar way. Well, this time, let's reestablish your trading goal, your trading plan, and your trading method, okay? So here's a little secret. Pain, and any type of pain, um, gives you humility, right? It gives you the experience of how to deal with risk, and that is what traders need more than anything um, in their trading career. So remember that pain is... um, as a result of losses also makes you think right so you're not a failure if you experience trading pain all beginners will suffer pain but what you will do with that experience from that pain i mean will determine the path your path as a trader so let's talk about a five-step process towards establish yourself towards establishing yourself as a trader now this is a process that i actually heard from ray dalio he uh he was on a podcast with somebody and i don't recall the name but he said this is the, this is the five steps that he takes in order to solve problems now as you know he has a hedge fund so he obviously is a trader and you can apply it to your own training so the first thing that he does or the things first thing you should do is define your goal What do you want to be? Do you want to be a full-time trader, part-time trader? Uh, Do you want to be an auto trader? Define your goal of what you want to do. Then the second thing, as part of the design process, you encounter problems and you define them. You have to be very specific. You have to write down what are the issues that you're having. So for example, maybe you're missing trades. Maybe you don't have the ability to cut your losses short. Maybe you're afraid to enter. Maybe you're using too many indicators. So become conscious of the issues that you're having and be honest about it, right? And then the third thing that you do, you're starting to analyze what is the root cause of all the problems, right? Why are you afraid to enter the market? Why can't you uh, cut your losses short? What's causing all those issues? And then you have to design a way around those problems, right? Now you f- have to find a solution for every single problem that you're encountering. Now you understand how involved the process of trading is because it's a mental game that you have to work on over and over and over again it's like your brain is basically a muscle right and if you go to the gym and you work really really hard and you develop the muscle it's not just gonna stay there the way it is you have to keep on um, working with it and to keep it in good shape so um, this is basically the process now I'm going to go um, through Some things that you need to do also as a trader. And if you haven't done it before, then this is, those are things that you definitely should consider. So one of the things that you have to do is basically find a method to judge yourself. How do you judge yourself as a trader, right? Do you put your numbers in an Excel spreadsheet? Do you have a trading journal? What, what do you do with all that information that you receive every day from the, from the markets? about yourself if you just rely on intuition that's the worst thing that you can do if you just kind of fold your laptop or you close your computer at the end of the trading session and you just think about it right that doesn't do anything i mean it's good to think about it you're doing a lot more than doing nothing but essentially you have to quantify it so put it in some sort of a trading journal one of the trading journals that i really really like is edge So the second step is determining the times that you're going to trade, right? So you have to set your schedule. Some of you work, some of you can trade early in the morning, some of you can trade at night, and that will also determine the markets that you want to trade. So the next step is determining the markets you want to trade. You want to trade liquid markets, you want to trade uh, at times that you have the ability uh, to get in and out with ease, the next step is to develop a full-pledged trading risk management plan. The most unpleasant question that you have to ask yourself is how many trades you can sustain, how many tra- losing trades you can sustain in a row, right? So if you have an account X dollars, you have to say, well, if I lose this many times, uh, then you know what will happen, and then you can basically adjust your trading risk volatility, the frequency of your trade and so forth. And another thing that you have to ask yourself is how adaptable and flexible your trading system is and how will it change as the market evolves? So look, one of the mistakes that people do is that what it, they try to change their methods all the time. So here's what they do. They go to the market, a plan doesn't work out, they go back to paper trading, they revise a brand new program, then trade again, then back to paper trading. It's a destructive process, and it's absolutely useless when you when things don't work out, what you have to do is look at the system and saying, "Okay, what have I done wrong right? Maybe the system is good, maybe your method is good, but maybe the market was too volatile, maybe your target should have been bigger, you know your risk management should have been different, so don't necessarily just Uh, make your uh, abolish your trading method look at what you have done today and how the market is and many times you have to adjust your system and your method to the market condition now there's nothing wrong with having two or three methods for different markets but I truly don't believe that you have you keep on rewriting the rules over and over again there are markets that are volatile there are markets that will be sideways there will be markets that will be just flying one direction. You have to decide how you're trading your systems in every single one of those markets. That's that's as far as that. Now, <clears throat> beginners usually do not like failures. Um, I don't blame anyone, honestly. It teaches that failure is good. But professional traders or professionals in general in every field, they know the, the value of failure and mistakes. Mistakes are your building blocks to successful trading methodology and what I truly believe in is that your mistakes in anything if you're a student in university if you're an athlete um, if you're running a successful company when you make the mistakes this is your uh, foundation to do things better and better in fact I think you will learn a lot more from your mistakes and errors as opposed to learning from your successes so Essentially, you if you cannot turn your mistakes into a compelling experience, you will most likely take your winning trades and become way too emotional over them, failing to understand they're just part of the trading process. There is nothing to be sad about and there's nothing to be happy about. The only thing to do is simply follow a process. You wanna be very cold about your trades and the way you look at them. Um, we are not taught the value of failure. You attach to being right, and many times that stops you from learning and evolving as a human and as a trader. And when you don't like, um, when you don't like failing, right? Um, what happens is, is a trader, right? So when you don't like losing trades, you don't like failure. There's always the danger that you will start trading with your ego, and Egos, they stick to losing trades. They don't want to cut their losses short. So consider that. Here is something that I want you to think about as well. Think of your final goal. This is probably the most important thing I want to say in this podcast. So think about your final goal, your intermediary goal, and your initial goal, right? So let's talk a little bit about goals. There's always always a final goal. But there are steps towards that goal, right? And there's initial goals and there's intermediary goals and they help you to get to your final goal. So I assume that your final goal is to be a profitable trader, right? But your intermediary goal is to develop a process and your initial goal is to survive, right? So you cannot go from the first goal to the last goal. You cannot go from just surviving to becoming a good trader. There's a lot those you always have to take all the steps on the way there. And you cannot start start in the middle. You cannot start in developing a process. So what it means is that if you start developing a method but you don't think about cutting your losses short and first surviving, you know, you're never going to get to your final goal. So let's talk about the importance of every goal, right? So every single goal setting process would help you get to the next Level. When you follow this process, you will potentially develop strengths to become a better and better trader. So the initial goal is to survive, right? And that will teach you one of the most fundamental skills, which is risk management. The ability to cut your losses short is the basic fundamental of trading. It's actually the ability and humility characteristic to say, I'm wrong. And it's the opposite of your ego trading your account. The second goal, which is developing the process, secondary goal is to give you discipline to follow your method and process. This is where you simply stop relying on your gut and you follow a method that you developed. So you're not going to say things like it seems like and it feels like you're going to drop it out of your dictionary. You're just going to develop a process. You're going to say, it's posi- I have condition X. I think I, 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 it should lead to position Y. And this is how I'm going to act about it. So the intermediary goal, in my opinion, are the foundations of your goal setting. And they're extremely important. The final goal of being a a profitable trader is predicated on the first two variables. If you cannot obey the foundation rules and the intermediary process, you cannot achieve your final goal. So finally, if you follow the process that I mentioned here, you will start separating also between your conscious and subconscious mind. The subconscious mind of a trader is always drifting, is always imagining things, it's always in an action, and it affects your thinking. For example, when you're in a trade and you start thinking about where the price should go and, and you start imagining the price going that way and it's going completely in the opposite direction, it's because you're using your subconscious too much and you have to use more of your conscious mind. Your conscious mind will tell you to stick to your trading plan. It's not going to think about where the prices should go or or where they went in the past. It just follows the plan of the current market action. That's it for now, guys. I hope that this helps you. Please go to our site to community.optimistfutures.com. This is where you can ask us questions about trading. You can ask us about trading platforms, um, your method, anything. We'll we'll, we'll, We'll help you out. Uh, would love to earn your trading business, so you can go to uh, www.optimistfutures.com if you want to go to our home page and just remember that there's a substantial risk of loss in futures trading. Past performance is not indicative of future results. I'm asking all of you to use your risk capital and just to remind you, I'm with you here in this challenge and I'm here to help you through the process. Thank you for listening again. This is Manzi from Optimist Futures. Take care. All the best. Bye.
1: Thank you for listening to the Optimist Futures podcast. Subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Google Play. You can also find us on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and Google Plus, all under the username Optimus Futures. If you have any questions, feel free to send us an email to support at optimistfutures.com or give us a call directly at 561 or toll free at 1-800-771-6748. Once again, thank you for listening to the Optimist Futures Podcast.